0: Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Alright, welcome to episode 215, The Leaky Ketchup Bottle. I am your host Alpha Mike and we are transmitting higher top of Florida's Peninsula at 108 feet. Today we are going to talk about John Ketchup Carey and loose lips sinks ships. And he definitely fits the bill. How do you get in contact with us? Well, it's easy. You just get on your browser and you type in RaiderCop.com And that will take you to our episodes where you can hear all our shows from 1 to 2.15. Or RaiderCobbNation.com, our official website, where you can get more information about upcoming shows, past shows, what we're doing, who we are, and so forth. Where where can you hear the podcast? Wherever you get your podcast, wherever it is. Apple, Google, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. You get the point. Social media, we're we're everywhere with the exception of The Little Bird, Twitter. We're not on there. But look us up as Raider Cop or Raider Cop Podcast or Raider Cop Nation. Today, more than ever, gun-grabbing Joe in the White House wants to take your gun. And... Today, the left, the wacky left, with their army of lawyers, want to engage you in court. God forbid you have to take your weapon out of your holster and engage. Even if you are completely justified in what you did, the wacky left will come at you with the lawyers and they will sue. So holstering up and practicing and training on a daily basis and then walking out of the house with no protection is foolishness. So we recommend on Radar Cop Podcast the USCCA. It, I mean, they blow the water and, and the sky with their benefits that they give. Not only do you get you know, legal coverage, and 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 a total amount depending on the policy you buy. It's minimal amounts between twenty something dollars all the way to, I believe, forty or fifty. That you know, that's top top end. It's pennies on the dollar that you're going to be saving. The USCCA now more than ever, they have got a bunch and a wealth of training information when you become a member too you know it's difficult to find a gun nowadays gun grabbing Joe in the White House is eagerly him and uh, Camilla of uh, taking everybody's weapons people have been running to the gun stores to get more ammo, more guns, more magazines and when you go there, there's nothing there The best gun salesmen in American history have been Barack Obama and Joe grabbing gun Biden. And, you know, there's that old gun that you just don't like, or it's too old, or it's rusty, it's not up to specs, so you're thinking about, I don't know, maybe I should get this fixed because I can't find a gun. Well... If you are, you're in luck because my buddy, Pistol Pete, the gunsmith, will make that gun look new. You won't even recognize it. And the best part is when you go to press on that trigger, it will go bang, bang. And how do I know it will do that? Because Pistol Pete was my armorer, and the armorer of almost 5,000 officers in Miami-Dade County. He's retired today and he has his own shop called Pistol Pete the gunsmith down in Miami. But I'm not down in Miami, Alpha, So why are you recommending somebody I'm not there? Well, today it's as easy as putting a package in the mail. All you got to do is go to a registered firearms dealer in your area and send that gun over to Pistol Pete the Gunsmith down in Miami. Once it gets down to Pete, he will send it right back up to you and you can go over the customization of your gun and you will definitely like what you see. Pistol Pete the Gunsmith and uh, we will post down on the bottom his information so you can call Pistol Pete the gunsmith. Now, with this summer, we're going to be doing shows, and I'm very excited about that, and I hope you are too on human trafficking. I have been doing research and development of a bunch of shows that we've got lined up for summer, and uh, I was disgusted to find out that the federal government, better known as the Swamp, allocates a whopping $22 million a year to combat human trafficking. This is pathetic. Think about it. Over 300 and, what are we, 30 million people in this country and a measly $22 million to combat human trafficking. They spend billions giving it away to foreign governments and billions on museums and all this other garbage. But modern day slavery is awarded by our government $22 million a year. Who are the biggest victims of human trafficking? A whole lot of Americans and a whole lot of kids. And we are going to feature that on Raider Cop Podcast. We want to shine a light on modern-day slavery. While the wacky left, the Bolshevik states of woke, want to talk about repatriation and sending out checks to everybody, there's modern-day slavery in America, and nothing is being done. So we're going to shed a light on that. All right, I've spoken a lot Couple of headlines that we got before we go to the word of the week. Joe lifting shank, Shanks sanctions sanctions. I should say sanctions on Iran. Of course, you know, they're friends of the catch-up man. That means you're friends with Uncle Joe. The woke c- CIA recruitment videos. You can't make this stuff up. It's basically about not being apologetic and taking what's yours. And it's actually that, a woke recruitment videos being produced by the CIA. The, the wacky left is off the hinge. The train is completely in the air. It's not even riding on the rails anymore. They just don't care. Gun-grabbing Joe continues to his great plot to take your gun and my gun, and Americans are lining up in droves against it. He hasn't won one poll yet, Uncle Joe. Everybody thinks this is the most cockamamie idea. And lastly, North Korea warns of a grave situation Based on Uncle Joe's State of the Union address lately, he's pissed off the little fat man. All that. When have you seen anything that this new administration does that is pleasant and joyful? Never. Because they are chaos. They are completely evil. But today we're going to also speak on what is good. I know what is good, the word of the living God, and there's where we are going to go next. From the book of 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, we read, "For there is One God and one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus. Of course, to hear more about what I read, all you got to do is tune, tune in to Sunday nights. We will lift up the word of the week. Now, we're currently running past shows for the remainder of the year. That's how many shows we got lined up. But I am catching up to all these other episodes of the Word of the Week that I read. And I'll explain more on this one that I've read. And you can catch that on RadarCopNation.com. There's a section on there that says AWOL. And that will allow you to hear all our shows. And they will never, never disappear like we used to we used to have that free thing uh, from uh, buzzsprout and then they gave us a free um i can't remember i think 200 hours or whatever it was a month i can't remember two hours a month i think it was and we used to upload for free but after 90 days they would clear it off their platform so we decided to go onto our platform here and it is a permanent fixture doesn't leave and it will be found on RaiderCopNation.com. It's that easy. Today, episode 215, we're going to talk about the leaky ketchup bottle. And why do I keep on referring to ketchup and John Kerry? Well, you'll find out in a minute. It's time to get the short bus. Welcome to the main topic of episode 215 the leaky ketchup bottle, which is John Kerry. And thinking about and doing research on this, mic and make sure I decided, like well, I can't just start talking about the leak. I've got to talk about the actual creation of the sewer pipe. And because that way you can get a real clear picture how much of a sinister scumbag he really is. So we've got to paint that picture. So let's start off with our subject, John Ketchup Carey, born December 11th 1943. We were blessed to have this uh, dark, sinister blood moon in our presence. He grew up as a military brat in the state of Massachusetts and the swamp of Washington, D.C. 1966, he went off to Yale University, got some degree, got a degree, and entered into the Naval Reserve. Now, before you get all excited about he served this country, remember? back then, it was mandatory. So... He took the dive. He went into the reserve, so he picked his own, you know, branch of what he wanted. 1968 to 69, he served in South Vietnam for four months. He would receive a Purple Heart, a Silver Star, and a Bronze Star. After the war, he became outspoken about the Vietnam War as far as saying that the Vietnam War, the United States of America was well, committing war crimes. In other words, that the war itself was a war crime. What a joy this man was from the word go. He'd end up going to Boston College of Law 1976, obtaining his JD degree and 77 to 79, he became a district attorney somewhere in Massachusetts, blessing the commonwealth with his presence. 82 to 84, he would become the lieutenant governor of the great state of Massachusetts. I guess they could never get rid of him. And um, 85 to 2013, he would become senator ketchup of the state of Massachusetts. That's a long time. They couldn't get rid of that ketchup bottle. And then Barack Barry Obama blessed us by making him the slime secretary of state in 2013 to 2017. And there's where we wanted to kind of paint the picture of who he is. Now, I'm not saying he didn't go to Vietnam, and I'm not saying he didn't see any action. He did that. Well, we thank him for his service, like the other thousands and thousands of men that served in Vietnam. But that doesn't take away the fact that today, today, Oi, he is a scumbag. The Joe Biden administration, together with Camilla, or President Camilla, they have given him a special title. Now, here's a good indication that you know you're talking about a higher degree of scumbag. When the individual they have chosen to put in their cabinet, and you make up the position, In other words, you're going to bring him a seat to the table. There was no seats available, but you made one. And he is the U.S. special presidential envoy for climate. What the hell? So anyway, it's a masquerade uh, position. I guess he gets to use government funds to fly around the world and create uh, underneath-table business deals. But now I want to focus more on what he's accused of. Now back in 2018, the ketchup bottle, and we're going to be getting to why we refer to him as the ketchup bottle. Back in 2018, when President Trump was our beloved president, he ran off like a little girl in the schoolyard and ran into uh, straight to the Iranian arms. And as they hugged and kissed each other, because they had not seen each other since uh, he left office with uh, Barack, Barack and the Barack administration 2013, they made up. And he basically met with foreign leaders on American interest. Now, of course, the masquerade defenses. He never changed anything. He encouraged them to stay in the deal. That's what we thought. But then the leak tape came out. Well, of course, as we're getting there. Not just, not that fast. So we're going to look at the Logan Act that NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN... Uh, All the list of state propaganda media tells you you can't convict anybody on the Logan Act. So here's a couple questions we got. If I can't convict anybody on the Logan Act, why in the hell do we have a Logan Act? And two, why in the hell has nobody ever gotten rid of the Logan Act? And three... How come when they try to get rid of the Logan Act, it failed? So, it's getting interesting now. So let's dive into the Logan Act so we can understand uh, the a bottles predicament. A little bit better. Now, the Logan Act is almost prehistoric time. You know, especially if you're talking to any liberal leftist or millennial. They'll tell you that it's an outdated law from prehistoric times, you know, when the Neanderthal man was walking the earth. But the Logan Act is from the birth of our country, shortly in that time frame. It was born out of an incident. Now, most of laws should be born out of some type of concern Or incident, you know, you just don't make up. what, What should we come up with today? What do you want to come up with? How to take people's guns? You want to do that? Okay. Or you wait for something to occur or you're preventing something from occurring. So the Logan Act was enacted January 30th, 1799. So that's during the era where people wore wigs on their head. And it's described as the United States federal law that criminalizes negotiation by unauthorized American citizens with foreign governments having a dispute with the United States. The intent behind the act is to prevent unauthorized negotiations from undermining the government's position. The act was passed following Senator George Logan's unauthorized negotiation with France in 1798 and was signed into law by President John Adams on 30 January 1799. The act was amended in 1994, that's recent times, changing the penalty for Violation from a fine of five thousand dollars to fine under this title. The this appears to be the only amendment to the act. The violation now of the Logan Act is a felony. So basically, it was a fine before up to five thousand dollars, and in '94 they said no. You know, let's make this a felony. You know, so. Who's ever gotten hit by this? Only two people have ever been indicted on charges of violating the act. One in 1802 and the other in 1852. Neither was convicted of violating the act. Now, the reason that's so difficult to violate it, because, uh, first of all, it was done on foreign soils. So you don't really have any hard evidence and any catch about it Bottle can tell you, I didn't do that. I didn't say that. You can't prove it. So this is why it's difficult to convict people of the Logan Act because you wouldn't be a part of the conspiracy. So you wouldn't know anything about it. And it's on foreign soil. So it becomes very difficult. But I think that all the legal scholars and all the FBI agents that are busting into Rudy Giuliani's doors... They're the ones that we need today to rise up and defend America, truth, justice, and the American way, and put this catch a bottle behind bars where it belongs. We go on to the history of it. And in 1798, the tension between the United States and, and France, uh, President Adams sent three envoys to France to negotiate. And negotiations were unsuccessful. Dr. George Logan of Pennsylvania, a state legislator and uh, pacificer, in 1798 engaged in negotiation with France as a private citizen during a quasi-war. The Logan Act was basically a response to an effort by the Philadelphia Quaker named George Logan to try to negotiate directly with the French government, this was a big scandal at the time in foreign affairs because Logan, a Democratic Republican, was trying to thaw the policy of the Federalist who controlled both houses of Congress and the White House. Damn, none of that. Upon his arrival in Paris, he met with the various French officials, including Talleyrand during these meetings he identified himself as a private citizen discussing matters of general interest to the French and told his audience that anti-French sentiments were prevalent in the United States. So Logan was also a snitch. Well, it basically goes on and that's basically goes on the embargo and all this other stuff. And uh, uh, they created the logan act based on what this individual had done now in defense of logan i'll quote some of this article and it says logan stated that he did not intend to explain american government position nor to criticize that of france instead he suggested ways in which france could improve relations with the united states to the benefit of both countries. He also told Merlin that pro-British propagandists in the United States were portraying the French as corrupt and anxious for war and were stating that any friend of France principles uh, necessarily were an enemy of the United States. Within days of Logan's last meeting, the French took steps to relieve the tensions between the two nations. They lifted the trade embargo then in a uh, then in place and released American seamen held captive in French jails. Even so, it seemed that Logan's actions were not the prime cause of the dictatorial actions. Instead, Logan had merely provided a convenient timing for the implementation of the decision that had already been made. Basically, everybody's saying, hey, eh, he didn't do anything. So, you know, you can't really charge him. These things were in motion already. But it's not about what Logan did. It's about what the Congress did. They created an act, a law for American citizens not to do this. Now, as I stated, only two people have been charged with it, and none of them have been found guilty. But now we find ourselves with Catchup Man. Catchup Man has been a very bad boy because, you see, he traveled in 2018, as I said, to Iran, and he was... Of course, according to him, there to make sure they stayed in their place. Now, he late, lately, he's disclosed his financial disclosure. Who the hell cares? I don't care your financial disclosure. You know, i trying to show there's no hidden interest. There's plenty of hidden interest. You don't write corruption on paper. But anyway... Let's get to why he is called Ketchup in the first place. You see, John Carey, he has married, I, uh, I don't know if he's married twice, but anyway, he married, remarried, and he uh, got together with his new bride that uh, she inherited. Heinz, and you know Heinz, they're in the tomato business. Now, she did nothing to create Heinz. You see, her dead husband was a founder of Heinz, and he dies, she gets it, then he marries her, and he gets it. So, that's why he's ketchup. Get it? Heinz ketchup. So, he really didn't do anything, but nevertheless, uh, he he married into wealth. As a true liberal scumbag, he has gotten money out of doing nothing. Teresa Hines is his current wife, and uh, she was born uh, Maria Teresa, uh, and she married the Portuguese American businessman papa Heinz da, 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 da. and uh, he dies and she takes over the Heinz company and then uh, and then uh, good old have you seen John Kerry's horse face that's all I'll say about that but anyway she's worth one billion dollars and uh, that you know my casa your casa so she's got one billion billion... Hey, John Ketchup, uh Carrie has one building. Three Two But her former spouse was John Hines. So, let's go back to the original article that we were reading here. And uh, escape out of here a second. As I navigate through the goo-goo wonders. So, good old John, he, uh, as I said, recently discloses his financial dealings. Nobody cares. So that's called a smokescreen. And now he's trying to backpedal because, and of course the media is helping out tremendously by not really talking about what the hell happened. But recently a four-star general Jack Kane uh, basically blasted Ketchup Man and put him out there. So, Jack Kane, a retired four star general, responded Tuesday to reports that John Kerry allegedly discussed Israeli military operations with Iran's foreign minister when he was Secretary of State. First of all, Secretary Kerry is denying it, and it is an allegation. Kane said while appearing on Fox News, oh, if it's on Fox, it can't be true, where he is a senior strategic analyst, that's the general, but let's face it, I don't think any of us are surprised by this because we know a couple of things. Kane said that the Iranian, for, Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javad Zarif and Kane have a close relationship from their work together on the 2015 Iran nuclear deal and alleged that the relationship continued when Kerry left office. Move Kane uh, said was completely irresponsible and downright reckless and to a certain degree quite unprecedented in terms of our history. Our former government officials have certainly talked to people around the world, but to undermine foreign policy is something else, Kane added. And what are we talking about? They they were telling Zafar, wait, don't give into Trump the Trump administration. Wait it out. A new administration is coming. It's like it, it's it will it's like much more friendlier to you. That's horrific behavior. Now, this ain't the first run-in with the catch-up man and loose lips. Apparently he's He's been loose on the lips of uh, most of his political career. Kerry, who served as Secretary of State from 2013 to 2017, is currently President Joe Biden's envoy on climate, whatever the hell that is, has denied discussing Syria with Iran. Never. I can tell you that this story and these allegations are inequivocally false, Kerry wrote in a Twitter post. Now, if you put it on Twitter, it's got to be real. You know, because they fact-check everything. So. This never happened e- either when I was Secretary of State or since. There you go. Kerry's statement came after criticism from multiple Republicans as well as several calls for his resignation. Nikki Haley, former ambassador to the United Nations, accused Kerry of... Tipping off Iran and called the allegations disgusting, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas said, if true, Kerry alleged discussion with Zarif would be a catastrophe and disqualified recklessness. Senator Dan Sullivan of Alaska went so far as to call for Kerry's resignation from the Biden administration National Security Council. I don't do this lightly. In my entire time in the Senate, I've never called for anyone's resignation. Well, welcome. First aid for everything. Now, basically, this goes into tit for tat. I didn't do it. Yes, you did. You're no good. You're, You're a loser. No, I'm not. And this will spin and nothing will happen. But our... Israeli friends are not happy with the ketchup bottle. Our our Israeli friends have a very sophisticated intelligence system. Our Israeli friends have a very sophisticated military. And most likely, our Israeli friends. Already know the doo doo that Mr. Kerry has done. So it's no secret. You see, there are so many people that voted for the goof in the White House and the circus clowns that come with him. And they have to defend the indefensible. They basically look at this disaster that's in the White House. Every news article, every time it goes up to the podium and says something, it affects you. Somehow, somewhere, it affects you. It affects your wallet, your health. You're like two IQ points stupider for listening to it. It affects you. There's nothing pleasant when they speak because they're evil and simple it's so bad that Uncle Joe the Catholic Church is basically up in arms now talking about well he keeps on talking about abortion that's not our position and then he says he's a Catholic and you're confusing everybody you keep that up Joe we're gonna stop you from taking communion Ooh. but it goes to show you that one of the biggest, Organized crime outfits, the world, the Catholic Church, and I'm not, and I'm not offending the Catholics out there. Talk about the church, okay? Don't get offended, but don't get mad at me because you got the Pope you got now, okay? I didn't put him there. So don't get mad at me. But the bottom line is that they're upset in there and uh, at Joe because he's given a wrong impression. There's that's when you're evil eviler than evil itself. That's what happens. So Carrie and all the other gobbles and witches and monsters that are part of the Democratic Party nowadays, they all fit in. They will go into deniability, they will say nothing ever happened. It is politics and then they'll bust down Rudy Giuliani's door, change the narrative, and tell everybody, look, uh, <laughs> Ukraine, Ukraine, he's been at it all along with Ukraine. When it's really Biden's son. These people are sinister in our control of this government. This, I'm going to close with this this is a plea to the massive idiots that voted for Biden. There is a way to redeem yourself. I believe even though Americans are pissed at you, they'll forgive you if you do the right thing. We got to start off with in 2022, November of 2022, you've got to vote now against the wacky left. And, of course, in 2024, you got to do the right thing and vote the wacky left out of office. Now, you'll notice I said left and not liberal. And I've said this in the past, and I'll say it again. Especially a lot of conservative outlets, they mix the two, and they're wrong. I will say it one more time. America will at some point be rescued by liberals because they're outraged at what they're seeing. The left is a bunch of Bolshevik communists grabbing power and violating people's rights, and it's against liberal principles. And some of them are more vocal than others, and they're coming out on TV, and they're talking about it. From actors to lawyers, very prominent liberal people are basically saying, stop, hold on a minute, wait. Because it doesn't they they can't compute it in their heads. But the reason they can't understand it is because liberals have been useful idiots to the left for eighty years. And now the left is going through their pocket and their wallets, mugging them and taking their power. The liberals are still useful, ladies. They haven't figured it out yet. But one day they will. Hopefully it's not too late. What's up next? Well, episode 216, Quality of a Fool. Believe it or not, even fools have qualities. We'll discuss that That is going to be an AWOL series and lifted up Sunday night. The qualities of a fool. And I encourage you to listen to it. As always, continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your community, your family, the law enforcement agencies that serve you. And most importantly, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.